Hey everybody, this is Bill Williamson, uh, this is Silver and Black Pride, uh, this is my podcast, how are you, what's happening, been a couple, a week, we had Matt Williamson on last week, a great ESPN former colleague and great friend, no relation, but he gave us some real good insight on the Raiders, um, this week, no guest, just gonna chat, going to... Um, just talk about stuff that's going on. Uh, it's June. It's, it's getting to be very slow. Most of the talk in the NFL is basically off-field business stuff because of, you know, everything that's going on as far as, you know, the off-season, um, the virtual off-season because of the coronavirus pandemic, of course. Um, I'm just going to kind of speak talk about things that's been going on the last couple weeks um that's kind of how i like to do it um i like talking current events and and just things that's going on and you know stuff that we cover on the site um and just kind of verbally you know i mean the the raiders are kind of in a weird spot because yeah teams are allowed to back to their offices last friday for the first time in over two months but the raiders are kind of weird spot because they're, they're in kind of no man's land um they moved their their football operations out of Alameda. There's a little bit of business being conducted in Alameda, but not much. And the beautiful new digs in Henderson, right outside uh, Las Vegas, their new home, of course, isn't ready yet. So that's going to be ready in a couple weeks. So John Gruden decided just to keep the coaches at home, um, and they'll, they'll move. They'll get into the digs. Uh, in about two weeks when it's ready to open. But then it's time to go on vacation because this is the time coaches and players get off from mid-June to mid-July. Uh, and it's important this time this time of year, this year, because they may be in camp early. They may be at camp around July 15th. So, guys, I mean, we might be five weeks away. It's already the June 9th. I know it's so hard to talk about dates because – it seemed like it's been the same date since about March 15th for all of us. Um, you know, hopefully things are getting a little better, getting a little easier. Um, you know, um, but yeah, it, it's getting late. Um, so the Raiders may be in training camp early because because there's no off season. It's all virtual work. They want these coaches to have the players a little longer. Um, to get them almost like quarterback school ready. I would imagine those first two extra weeks of, of training camp would probably very much focus on conditioning. Because the last thing you want is that these guys that come in, rush, and then you see an onslaught of, you know, muscle problems, pulls and hamstring issues and things like that, Achilles. You see that often when players try to hurry back from a, from a, uh, a holdout you know, muscle injuries because they're not – you can work out on your own as a professional NFL football player, but it's just not the same as with – at the facility with the entire team and with your coaches. So that's going on with the Raiders. Um, You know, you see video and, and pictures of Derek Carr leading workouts, and that's cool and that's fun. And You know, it reminds me of 2011 when there was a lockout and players had to do that on their own. This is going to be easier because that lockout didn't end until early August. This is – it's going to be – they're going to be more time this year, so I think the play early in the regular season will be better. And I think by the time we get to October 
we really won't be talking about the impact of the you know the lost off season. Now there may be an impact. It may be still may be weird if there's no fans in some places, but you know we're like we've already today there's report that um, there, the NASCAR is going to start to allow some fans in. So I think we'll see fans. I don't know. I, I don't want to predict. I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a mind reader. I, I don't want to give people false hope. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see some fans in some NFL stadiums this year. What about Vegas? Don't know. I mean, you know, the city of Las Vegas, Las Vegas as we know it is is open. Um, I guess we're just going to have to see, you know, a further tests and if there's going to be spikes. And I, I just don't know. I sure hope so. You know, I, at first I hope that we get this through this as a society, as, as a country, as a world. Let's get this behind us. Um, you know, this is wears on me. It wears on you. Um, it's just, you know, it's not fun. Uh, but, you know, football-wise, I want to see fans in that stadium. I, you know, they, you deserve it. The Raiders deserve it. Las Vegas deserves it. Mark Davis deserves it. Everybody who had a hand in getting that stadium together deserves it. And there will be eventually, but I hope there is, you know, I hope we have some normal football this year. I just want you know, normal life, but hopefully we have normal football this year. Um now I'm just going to go to kind of top of my head, some notes I have. You know, I think it's really kind of cool. There's, You're seeing a trend. You're seeing Josh Jacobs. You're seeing Clinton Farrell. You're seeing Max Crosby, Crosby excuse me, all getting greater tattoos this offseason. And it's cute and it's fun. But I think there's some significant value there as well. These young players, these second-year players, are all in on their franchise. All in. They're loyal Raiders. They like being Raiders. And they're, they're happy to show it. And I think that's really that you're going to see that enthusiasm on the field. And I think you already see that enthusiasm on the field. And the most important thing, when it's time for these guys to be free agents in a few years, Max Crosby is only three years away from being a free agent. The other two could be four, but, you know, we'll see. Is that, do you really want to leave a team that you see their logo every time you look at your arm? I mean, whether he's trying or not, Max Crosby's seeing that Raider logo a hundred times a day. So, it's going to be hard for those guys to leave in free agency. I know money talks, but those pretty big... I see it more than just a cool thing. I, I see that as significant. I really do. You know, this is the time of year, and we all do it. You know, overrated, underrated, this, that. Uh, Pro Football Focus uh, does pick the underrated player for each team. And um, the new corner, Prince Akikamara, you know me in names, not good at it, but I'll give it a shot. Make fun of me. I don't care. That's that's your thing. Well, we just keep on going. Um, he's the most underrated player on the Raiders. We'll see. I don't know if I quite agree with that. Um, but we'll see. You know, um, I mean, he has a pedigree. First round pick. 
So, um, but you know, and, and he will play in the rotation a lot. I now, me saying I don't know if he's going to be the most over, underrated Raider. That doesn't mean I don't like the the addition. I think it's a fine after draft addition. I like it more than the running back addition, Booker from Denver. I, I tell you that. Um, Gabe Jackson is back. His his contract is official. The Raiders have the same starting five offensive line as they did last year. Uh, this week, and I wrote about it on the site, Gil Brandt did his top six um, offensive lines. He had the Raiders listed number four. He didn't really say one to, to six, but he had them listed as four. But doesn't matter. That he, Gil Brandt, who's a Hall of Famer, who I've known for 20 years, who I respect greatly, thinks the Raiders are an elite offensive line. And remember, going into last year, that was one of the biggest questions because they had a bad season in 2018 in their first year under Tom Cable again. Um, 52 sacks allowed. Last year, they did much better, 29 sacks allowed. Um, I think the key to this group, we know it's going to be good, is health. Uh, Gabe missed some games. Trent Brown missed some games. Richie missed a couple games. Well, I think four, two injuries, two suspension. Uh, Ronnie missed a game. I'm not sure about Colton Miller. But health is the key here. Health is the key. And it's kind of an older, you know, Incognito and and Hudson are over 30. So uh, that's the one thing I worry about. Just the, the one thing I worry about with that group. Um. You know, we talked about it over the last course of the whole, who's the best free agent signing for the Raiders in the John Gruden era? I mean, who do you think it is? You know, I mean, that that's your choice. I mean, there's there's plenty. There, there's plenty. I mean, I think you look at the guys from last year. I think, you know, you look at Trent Brown, certainly. You know, Joyner, Williams. I think I'm forgetting somebody... Maybe, um, yeah, um, you know, who who do you think it is? You know, it, it it's not Darren Waller because he was picked up off a practice squad. He, you know, in 2018, and he's become a great player. And congratulations to Darren Waller. He's a, a nominee for the Pro Football Writers of America, uh, the George Hallis Award going this summer. It's going to be given to the player who's overcome the most adversity. Um, a player or a coach, and there's five nominees. Darren's one of them. And this is a guy who was suspended the entire 2017 season. Um, went to the Raiders, you know, as a guy with just not much NFL success under his belt, and he caught fire. He's an unusual story. He's a great story. And I hope, you know, I hope he wins an award. Why not, right? You know, he might be one of the greatest practice squad signees ever, ever. I mean, his story is just unusual. What else we got? Peter King loves the Raiders. He has them number eight in his power rankings. It's pretty high. We'll see. Hey, like we talked about with Matt Williamson, it's time for this team to go. It's it's time for this team to take off. It's 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 built for a playoff team. They've spent a lot of money on this team. It has the second most offensive money salary cap wise, the fifteenth most defense, 
it's time to go. Because sooner or later, some of these deals are going to you know, start affecting the cap. So it's time to go and win games. And, uh, you know, the schedule's not that bad. It's, it, you know, it's a little rough early, but it, it ends okay. You know, if, if the Raiders the, – the, and the Raiders don't have a lot of holes either, like I talked about with Matt Williamson last week. They have question marks, but the, the, as far as holes and who's going to be where, it, it's pretty set. It's just can these guys get it done, and, and you know. And and I think they can, and, and and it's time for them to do that. There's a little scare last week with Henry Ruggs. Um, not a whole lot of information coming out. His dad told a, a newspaper in Alabama that he was helping move something, and he got a little um, kind of, I guess, almost like a puncture wound on his leg. Um, they say it's minor. Um, he's supposed to be on crutches, but we'll see. I would be surprised if it turns into anything big and, and he misses time in the summer, but we'll see. But, you know, scary, yes. Significant. We'll just have to wait and see. You know, I, I wrote something last week. I said, you know it would be a great Monday Night Football? Because uh, they still haven't figured out who's going to be the, the color guy. You know, they don't even know who's going to be the analyst, so they need a color guy and they need an analyst. I think... Charles Woodson would be a great commentator. I really do. He'd be fantastic. He's smart. He's warm. He looks good on TV. He's quick. I, I, whenever, when I would covered him in 2014, 2015, he's always a go-to guy. And he was always engaging. And I think he would really sell well. On TV, so yeah, very, I, I'm very excited to see that happen. Will it happen? I doubt it. You know, he doesn't even work for ESPN anymore. But if I was ESPN, I would say, let's make this guy the guy. He's the guy. I think that's just my opinion. And you know, it'd be cool because it would continue the great Raider tradition of Monday Night Football. John Madden. John Gruden, Charles Woodson, why not? What else we got? Did something uh, today on fullbacks. The Raiders used fullbacks 19.8% of the time this last season. It was the fifth most in the NFL. Uh, the most is by the 49ers, uh, 35% about. Um, 16 teams, half the league, used fullbacks less than 100 plays, so 10% or less. Most teams get about 1,000 plays a year. Raiders had 970 last year. Um, so half the league hardly uses the fullback. The Raiders use it, a, you know, not a ton, but more than most. And, you know, John Gruden, Kyle Shanahan, these are West Coast guys. Um, you know, it's it's – and I think – that's a good point to make because John Gruden, he's he's trying to expand his playbook. And by, you know, slowly been doing that, by adding the right guys. And Alec Ingold is a part of that expansion. Henry Ruggs is a part of that expansion. Lynn Bolden is a part of that expansion. Jason Witten is a part of that expansion. 
to make to get these guys, these specific guys, and to build that playbook out. And I think that's what we're seeing. And that's why I'm excited about this season. So I hope you're excited. In fact, I know you're excited. Hope you enjoyed the show, guys. This is Bill Williamson. This is Silver and Black Pride. We will be back next week. And we're going to be going more during the season when there's more to talk about. But, hey, you know, you look at Silver and Black Pride, we go every day. We have a lot of stuff every day. And, I, and I'm, I'm proud of that. So have a great day, guys. Thanks very much. Talk to you next week.